Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. I'm Mark Cox in here along with Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. Trying to bring you some um, good news. Lighten up the uh, the mood a little bit since since we're out of bread and milk and eggs at this point. No, don't, don't, don't say that. You know, I, I, I really toyed with the idea of getting chickens last year, and I should have done it. I've got a friend who has a massive greenhouse. And we could have traded. I mean, they, they give us peppers and zucchini and all kinds of stuff. And this guy's trying to grow through the winter months, and he's doing everything he can. I'm like, but, dude, how much are you spending in fuel to heat this greenhouse? I mean, it, you're spending $300 on fuel for $64 in, in produce. In produce, I mean, what do he say? Well, he doesn't care. Leave me alone. He <laughs> knows where it came me from. Alone. He knows where it came from. Yeah. So I think I'm on the chicken train uh, next year. I, I really am. I've got the space for it. I don't know why you need that. You, you've got a year's supply of chicken from KFC down t- downstairs. Why That's do you once need- a week. Y'all jealous. Y'all jealous. I am jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so that song makes both of you happy. One, Bo likes it because it's a country song. It's Truck Yeah by yeah. Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah, I know it. And Tim McGraw is on Mark's new favorite show, 1883. Dude. He's okay. doing a great job, can, too. He can, really is. Can we talk about this? Did you already finish Yellowstone? Yes. Okay, so I've got two episodes left. We're going to crush them this weekend. Okay. Of Yellowstone. Love that show. It's still staying strong. It's not like they spun out and, and started getting weak on the other at the end of this. And now Ta- uh, Taylor Sheridan has got like seven shows coming uh, with Sylvester Stallone on a series about Kansas City Mafia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's got so many. Th- he's going to do a new one about his. He's doing a spinoff of his movie Hell or High Water. On, that's going to be on TV. Okay, so Yellowstone fans in this season, I just learned about the Four Sixes Ranch, right? They're going to have a spinoff for that show. Are oh, they going to they make are. their own yes. show just about that ranch? Nice. Yeah. So, and I've only I've only gotten into one episode of 1883, but man, it's... I'm wondering if that spinoff will feature Jimmy. <laughs> you got to wonder in his new talent. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying it, it could be. It could. I love the 1883, the 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 Wild West. The you, you know it it it. Of course, I've studied the. The history of it. I've been out there. I've been to Yellowstone and Montana and Glacier and all that stuff. 
to think of the guts it must have taken to take everything you own, mm-hmm. put it in a buckboard wagon with a cloth cover over it, and start driving it through fields, no roads, no way to get across rivers, uh, no nothing, no knowing where your next meal is coming from, no idea what's at the end of this trip, Indians, fires, drownings, whatever the case. That, the, the, the guts Scalpings. that that took Ugh. don't exist well, in this know. country anymore. They uh, All I do they know don't. is they wanted to get as far away from New York City as they could. <laughs> they did, or Germany or wherever they were coming from. And right? ironically, they all came, well, a lot of them came right through here, the gateway mm-hmm. to the West, yeah. uh, which we think is a wonderful thing, but uh, people don't think about that horrific trip going that way. Uh, Hell on Wheels is another great show. I don't know if you've seen that, but I'm that's, not. oh, put that on your list. After 1883 runs out. But it is so it is so true. Uh, I, I started in Wyoming, my radio career, so I knew about the West. My wife comes from upstate New York. She didn't. She had never even been. She went as far west as Sturgis on a motorcycle trip twenty <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah. She didn't realize how vast this country oh, is and how beautiful amazing. it is. Why are people piled up on, on themselves in these big cities? I do not understand. Because the 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 government leaders there give them free stuff that they take from other people and Wi Fi. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Elon <laughs> Musk it. Is, sums Elon, it up. Elon Musk is working on that for Wi-Fi anywhere. We, um, we also need to apologize for last week because we had best of shows, and then we found out that we didn't need best of shows. Oh, yeah. Because well, the sporting events got moved around. They were yeah. supposed to preempt us. Yeah, they were supposed to preempt us on both stations, and then everything got moved, and we played on both stations. Well, the wonderful thing about this show and, and technology is you can share our podcast of the show. Uh, to your friends that are maybe Second Amendment supporters or like to hear about the great outdoors or the great indoors, as we're going to talk about here soon uh, with Monster Jam coming to town. But, uh, yeah, this weekend with the snow, uh, I'm reading uh, Life of Human by Ryan Wiggins. Yeah. I'm halfway through that book. So tell me you got that for free. No, I bought it on Amazon. I'm supporting the guy, man. Okay. Uh, So I'm halfway through that. Have you read it? I have not. Oh, unbelievable. He didn't give me a copy. No, no, no. No, you have to buy it. Just buy it. it, it, it it's like eight bucks. Self, but it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful book to hold. I'm halfway through it, so I picture myself- He'll sign it for you, too. Well, that's what I'm hoping, but I'm uh, hopefully going to be sitting in front of a fire, a little brandy, and uh, reading that book, and hopefully I'll get through that, but I do want to finish- I can recommend some nice bourbon. Uh, I would like that. Okay. That's Mark's other podcast. Nice. Yeah. It's the called Mash. The Mash. The Monster. You can go to The Mash on our on our website, 971talk.com. But wherever you get your podcasts, uh, you know, iTunes, wherever it happens to be, just search for it. It's a picture of a, of a hand holding a glass with some beautiful brown liquid in it. Uh, it's called The Mash. And there are about 12, 12 episodes up there right now. It's all about bourbon. And things that go well with bourbon. So check it out if you get a chance. What have you learned most? Uh, what's the biggest thing you've learned on, on the matter? You know, I learned, I've learned i learned more about um, the history of bourbon yeah. and, and why what we have today is so fantastic because of what was done over 100 years ago, um, 140 years ago wow. now almost, with, with the standards that were put in place. And um, it, it's just... It, it's just fantastic, and 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 in doing so, I've learned more about rye and the difference between bourbon and rye, and I've I've really uh, I have a new appreciation for rye whiskey. That's awesome. Because in the old west, they'd walk in and order rye. Yeah. Right, because it was easier to make, and it's it's um, cheaper. Um, well, in some cases, it's a little bit cheaper. 
but it's just a different mash. To be bourbon, it's got to have 51% corn in the mash. Well, you were paying um, attention. I'm just saying. It has to. <laughs> 12 episodes, you know, he's, mm, he's picking some stuff now. up. Yeah, And, yeah, and yeah. I've also developed a bit of a problem because <laughs> I can't walk into a liquor store See a bottle that I know is hard to get and not buy it. So it's kind of an expensive habit. Because if you don't, next somebody time else go- will. It'll be gone. Yeah, I don't know. Ain't that the truth? Supply issues, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, and yeah. is uh, would you say it's made all around the world? No. Uh, it's only what? No, they they make some uh, whiskey in Japan. Uh, I've not had a lot of experience with uh, foreign versions of it. Okay. Most of it is made in. Uh, Indiana and Kentucky. There are some distilleries in the Napa Valley so there's that no I've talked about. People in England or France that are... I'm sure they've got whiskey, but they don't have bourbon whiskey. Wow. They have ours. They, they might have ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of Japanese companies have bought up a lot of the American distilleries. They still go by the same names Shocker. that you've always known them by, but they're actually owned by people overseas. Yeah. Just Texas. as long as it gets made still. Yeah. yeah like Smithfield Meats? Uh, that's China Company. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Sounds yeah. just like you it. Just got, you just got to accept that going in. As long as the recipe hasn't changed and you can find some really good stuff out there. Uh, I mean, as like everybody else, I'm always looking for a, a 10 or 12-year Pappy Van Winkle. That's like Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, good luck. It just, it just doesn't exist. You just can't find it unless you're willing to pay thousands of dollars. Right, yeah, right. Which I'm not. Speaking but. of Bigfoot, coming Speaking up of, next. Oh! Nice well segue. Done. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, as a kid, I was a huge Bigfoot fan. I grew up in Minnesota. And um, I was taken to the show when I was a kid. In, you're you talking know, about like the truck, not the, the truck. hairy beast. Actually, both. All no, right. what, no. Uh, but uh, when I was probably eight, I saw my first Bigfoot show, and then you seen him on TV, and I was just always intrigued by it. And this is where uh, Monster Trucks began. Monster Jam, different franchise, different league, if you will, uh, is coming to St. Louis, and we're going to talk to one of the legendary yeah. drivers. Been around since the 90s. We're going to talk to a uh, uh, multi-champion, I guess is the way you'd look at it, right? He's He's been yep. he's been a champion uh, since dating all the way back to 2000 in a variety of uh, different categories for them. And uh, it's always a great January event downtown St. Louis. For the Indoor. kids. For mm-hmm. any kid, any age. Kids I of mean, all ages. Absolutely. Well, and they're big kids. The drivers are. We're going to talk to Tom Mentz, who, and he's. you're going to hear the enthusiasm in this guy's voice because he's been at this for 29 years. He sounds like a teenager when he talks about it. And you know Bob Chandler, the original Monster Truck Bigfoot creator? Yeah. He is as much a fan, and I think he's in his late 70s, he is as much a fan of the sport that he created <laughs> than he was back then, too. We're also going to get you an update on the SAPA bill, the, the Second Amendment Preservation Act. They're trying to gut it down in Jeff City. We'll, we'll talk to Aaron Dorr from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Somebody truck in a farmer's field, a no trespass sign. Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Oh, yeah, you're a truck guy. You're a truck I am guy. a truck guy. I've got, I'm driving a truck for the first time. I've always wanted one. Finally whittled the number of people I drive around on a regular basis down to a small enough number that I can, I can drive a truck. It's perfect. <laughs> I blew my tranny in my truck this week. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I did. Uh, so uh, we'll, I passed you on the side of the road, and I just waved and kept <laughs> yeah. going. No. Appreciate you dropping off the donuts. That was nice. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for the diagnosis on uh, is it a repair or is it a replacement. Uh, but, you know, and, you know, I spent a few years uh, driving a street-legal monster truck. We had a group called Land of the Giants that did a lot of outdoor bonfires activities then we got to thinking we're looking at each other over a bonfire we're like you know this group of people could probably do some good besides drink beer and burn stuff up and throw mud and so we created land of the giants which did a lot of charity work over the years and uh my nine foot tall chrome uh truck uh is now off in never never land but i drove it around st louis as Bowfoot. <laughs> for 21 years. Wow. So you know a thing or two about uh, very large trucks. Uh, I do, and I'm, I'm excited about this uh, because uh, this guest is from Illinois. He drives with Monster Jam, um, and I'll tell you what, it, everybody loves it. And I truly believe that the best use of the dome here in St. Louis is to be the monster truck capital of the world. Yeah. Because Monster Jam comes here. And we we welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors because trucks really started outdoors. Tom Mentz, how are you, buddy? 
I'm fantastic. Ever blow a transmission? Every week. <laughs> Almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you actually carry your parts along with you, so you're not running down to the auto zone like I do. No, no, we're not. I mean, we got tons of parts. Whenever you're driving Max D and you're having a lot of fun, can't fall in love with the parts because you're going to be going through them. Yeah, no kidding. So tell us a little bit about uh, your your Monster Jam championship you got coming up uh, at the Dome. A big event. And the cool thing about the Dome is one of the world's largest floors in our forum with all the seats pulled back, a lot of room out there, a lot of room to dance around the Monster Jam truck. Even more importantly, a lot of room to wreck a Monster Jam truck. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that is the goal. You know, that, that is one event that uh, when it comes to St. Louis, it always packs the seats. The tickets are cheap. People want to get out and smell that alcohol burning. Uh, it's always a great time. Like I said, I think the Dome should be the monster truck capital of the world here in St. Louis. That's just me. What do you think? I agree 100%. You know, anytime we go there, great fans come out. They expect to see amazing things, and we're going to give it to them, you know. That's our goal. Drive as possibly as hard as we can, just like we're sitting in the seats. Exactly what those fans want to see is how we want to perform. Wow. Tom, you know, you, you've been at this a long time. I mean, I don't know what the average length of the career is for drivers, but uh, you, you've, uh, you've won world championships, what, dating back to 2000? Is that right? That's correct. And, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, you think about it, it's a, having a job for a long time, but I can tell you, in the last 29 years, I haven't been to work one day. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. You think about that. Not many people get to get to do what you do for a living and, and have fun and uh, entertain people. Well, think about this. You know, Monster Cam driving is one of the few careers that the worse you are at it, the more the crowd loves you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Radio's like man. that, too. Oh, jeez. Yeah, try going down, and if you drove a cement truck, you know, and you delivered concrete, and you said, hey, I'm going to go to work today. I'm going to do a backflip. I'm going to do a barrel roll. You know, it may not quite turn out. You know, you try that in the cement truck, you're definitely going to be looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> you're not doing that on I-55 and planning it that way. Yeah, but when you're a Monster Jam truck and you get a call on Monday and they said, why didn't you do a backflip? Why didn't you drive crazy? Why didn't you drive the equipment wild? Why didn't you do a lot of damage? It's a totally different concept, and it's what I'm great at. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I've been uh, friends with Bob Chandler uh, for many years uh, because of the Land of the Giants truck club that we had. I mean, monster trucks were invented by one guy, kind of like basketball, was invented by one guy. And that's why I think more the reason that St. Louis should be the monster truck uh, capital of the world kind of is unofficially. Um, but did you grow up the same way I did, like, you know, loving, you know, Bigfoot and all he brought to the table? Absolutely, you know. I used to cut out the pictures. My dad worked at a Ford dealer. We loved Fords. You know, we loved that traditional style body like they had, you know, 74, 75. I had a 75 Ford. You know, all those things. You know, he was a true hero of mine. Me too. I clipped out those pictures. I taped them up on my wall. <laughs> and that's what fueled my fire, you know, and that passion right there started at a young age and taking it to a whole new level.
See, I had Farrah Fawcett posters on my wall. Oh, so I, I had I, that too. Oh, I did had you? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, kidding. Hold on, me too. <laughs> it's true. I'm just kidding you. We're talking to uh, Monster Jam World Champion Tom Mintz uh, on the phone right now. Tom, I, you know, I have to ask as I've watched these, and for many years in St. Louis here, I was a, a television reporter at the local CBS station, and every time they'd bring all the dirt in down there, and they'd get everything piled up, and they'd be they'd bring us down there to do a media preview what was happening it, it, how dangerous is this for you guys do you have a have, have you been injured do you is it is it a, a regular risk in what you do there's a ton of safety equipment and that evolves every year and that's how the tricks go bigger and higher and better you know the safety is constantly updating but you know for a fact you're going to feel some monday morning rheumatism you know <laughs> you're going to get it that's part of the deal but you don't feel that you know, Saturday night at the Dome at America Center, and you certainly don't feel it on Sunday either. You know, all you feel is the adrenaline charge crowd having the time of their lives. You know, Tom, uh, I'm always impressed that as you watch, you know, from the early days of motocross and now it's supercross, just like in uh, in the monster truck world, what is like the next, uh, you know, how are you going to raise the bar on tricks? Because the, bla- the, the backflip is really now like kind of common. And that wh- whoever did that first, it may have been you, I don't know, but uh, other than the cement truck on 55. Uh, but tell me, tell me what the next level is. Is it a double backflip? Is it a cartwheel? What is it? Well, we've been doing double backflips now for a while. And, you know, they're not real common at a normal event, you know, special events. I've been doing them. Uh, you know, for me right now, we've done some forward momentum backflips in the past two where the truck goes beyond the obstacle and flips like a gainer style. Whoa. <laughs> you know, the one I'm working on now, and I'm getting ready to debut at the World Finals this year in Orlando in May, is a reverse forward momentum double uh, single backflip, which you're backing up wide open in reverse and you're trying to fix yourself on a point, you don't see what you're hitting, you don't see what you're going, flipping beyond the <laughs> obstacle, gainer style, in reverse. My goodness. My goodness. <laughs> and why? Why? Because nobody's ever done it. Before. <laughs> you know, the other thing I love about the Monster Jam family, the big, the Monster Truck family, is the community and how you guys do your pit parties. For people that haven't been or haven't been in a long time, describe that uh, for the fans and from your perspective of that. It's so cool because the fans come out. You know, they have a time. You know, we're going to be 2.30 on Saturday. They can come out for three hours. 10.30 on Sunday's event, come same, come out for three hours. They get an up-close look at the Monster Jam truck. They get a talk to the driver. You know, it's super cool because so many of the fans will come. They bring their little kid, and they say, I was his age when I met you before. Yeah. That's Aww. really special. You know it is. And and to hear them talk about it, and, and the best part about it is it's before the show, Everybody gets to tell you exactly what they want to see when you get out on the track. Wow. Tom, I want to see you do this. Tom, I want to backflip. That's what they always say. They want backflips, <laughs> and they're going to get them. Yeah, I was going to say, you. so you take requests? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, whether I take them or not, they're giving them to me, and 
you know, I just look at my size 14 shoe and I say, well, I'm going to do my best to accommodate you. So, so let's talk about the rivalries uh, for a minute, uh, Tom. I, I, you know, I don't know the, all the names of the folks involved in, in driving down there, but how many drivers do you have, generally speaking, at one of these events, and and how much uh, competition is there between you guys to outdo the next one? That is perfect. You know, there's going to be twelve great Monster Jam trucks there. That's a lot. That's a lot of horsepower. That's a lot of bang for your money. You know, the cool part about it is. When they get there, you know, they all, you know, they're friendly. We're all friendly. Hey, hey, how you doing? You know, and, but that, that wears off. Once everybody <laughs> puts the helmet on, they have complete brain blockage. They can't even see anything but going crazy. They want out, do one another. You know, especially when you start talking about my truck, Max D, against the Anderson family, their grave digger, which is their 40th anniversary. So they're really putting more into it than ever. Driven by Adam Anderson, you know, the son of Dennis Anderson, who's fantastic. I hate to admit it, but, you know, (laughs) we're going to be going head-to-head there, seeing who can be the best, and then all the other competitors, too. A lot of young guns, you know. You take people like, you know, John Gordon, you know, he's a young gun. You know, and what he wants to do is beat anybody, or definitely us, and if he wins a round or gets a point better than we do in freestyle – I mean, that's a huge mark on his career. I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of like I, w- I got to do a ring announcement for a wrestling event at Enterprise Center years ago when it was Savage Center or whatever it was. And uh, and I remember walking down the hallway because I was going to be in the ring. I remember walking down the hallway and all the wrestlers already geared up, you know, with all their, let's say, uniforms, costumes. And they're all having coffee and chit-chat and everything. But as soon as they get in the ring, say what you will, it is a true athletic Or when uh, the cameras are on. Move. Yeah, exactly. But they're, they're friends off the field, but when they get in there, you see nothing but red and nothing but beating the other guy, right? Yes, and I had the great opportunity to drive the Goldberg monster truck for Bill Goldberg for two years. Oh, yeah. And I went to several of those wrestling matches. I can tell you for a fact... If you don't think that's real, you ain't been in the back and seen how they come off the floor and the blood that they have attained. I mean, you're right. I mean, it is entertainment for sure, but it's real. It was pretty cool to be involved with that. I bet. I bet. Yeah, I just just love that competition, and it is. I mean, you guys probably all have the same chiropractor too, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. Not the same one, but, you know, we, we know ones we can use for sure. I mean, what do you do? You have to keep in shape as well, right? Absolutely. You know, Monster Jam truck driving is challenging, you know, and it, it's certainly hard on the body. I mean, you got to keep a good core. you got to keep some, you know, you got to keep yourself breathing good. you got to put up a lot. Back strength is real important. And, you know, after you've done a year, you got to – you know, really work on that stuff hard. But, man, when you've done it for 29 years, you really got to work on it hard. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Well, I tell you what, people can, I'm sure, still get tickets. The Jones Dome is huge. It's coming up next weekend, the Saturday the 22nd, Sunday the 23rd at the Dome at America Center. And uh, people can get on there and, and get tickets. And I can't wait. Monsterjime.com is the website. Am I right on that, Tom? That's perfect. You know, it's a great event. It's definitely, you know, fan-friendly. Young kids love it. Some of those kids are 85 years old. Right. <laughs> they get there, and they can relive their youth. 
or they can experience their youth either way. What a true honor to talk to you. Driver of Max D, Tom Mintz, uh, Monster Jam. Thanks for joining us on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, brother. Be safe, all right? You bet. And I can't wait to get there and give them one heck of a show. To the unofficial monster truck capital of the world, Sunday, Sunday. Nice. Well done. (laughs) All right, Tom, we'll talk to you again. All right. Take care, brother. We appreciate it. Hey, coming up, we've talked a lot about the Second Amendment Preservation Act. It finally got passed last year. There's already efforts underway to undermine it. And we're going to talk to Aaron Dorr from the Missouri Firearms Coalition, get an update on what's going on down in Jeff City when we come back. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Radio in the great outdoors. This segment brought to you by Razorback Armory. They are a true gun concierge. You know what a concierge is at a hotel, right? Oh, I need this. I need that. They get it for you. If you were looking for a collectible, if you're looking for something for personal protection, the shooting sports, if you're looking for a suppressor, Razorback Armory is your headquarters in De Pere on Manchester Road, a half mile east of 270. Find all the information, their phone number, address, all that at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. It is a Second Amendment radio and the great outdoors, and we talk a lot about Second Amendment issues. There's some important ones going on uh, right now in the state of Missouri, and I was in Jefferson City last week when the legislative session kicked off. We talked about a couple of big issues. The Second Amendment Preservation Act, and then I had uh, State Senator Dave uh, uh, Stephen Roberts on my show, and we talked about the fact that one of the pieces of legislation he's introducing would basically roll back constitutional carry within the city limits of, of the city of St. Louis. So we decided to invite Aaron Dorr on with us with the Missouri Firearms Coalition to talk about both of those issues. Aaron, great to have you on. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing good, my friend. Thank you. You know, when when I had Stephen Roberts on and we were he was talking about wanting to redline the city of St. Louis uh, for constitutional carry, his 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 reasoning was uh, that because constitutional carry allows adults to carry a weapon without a permit, that it 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 removed from the police one reason they normally had to stop somebody and ask them questions if they thought they had a gun. You buy that? 
Well, that, I mean, that would make perfect sense if St. Louis is a peaceful town before we enacted constitutional carry and it turned to crap afterwards. Yeah. The reality is that St. Louis has been a violent city, one of the most violent cities per capita in America for 10, 15, even 20 years. The issue in St. Louis is not about guns. It's about criminals. It's about prosecutors who will not put them in prison. And those, those are the underlying problems that are causing all the bloodshed in St. Louis. It's not law-abiding gun owners or constitutional carry. Well, it's a good point. And, and I, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, so the prosecutor here, and they just changed the law in Missouri, They can no, police can no longer search a car that they pulled over just because they smell marijuana. So in, on one hand, they're taking away that tool from police that might have led to them determining whether or not somebody committed some other crime or had guns or drugs in the car. But they're complaining that having the right to carry your weapon without a permit is somehow infringing on the rights of the people in that same car. Yeah, this, this is nothing but this is nothing but a typical leftist talking point. The reality is that today's leftist Democrats, from Kamala Harris down to Senate Democrats right here in Jeff City, at the end of the day, their policies are designed to protect criminals, to empower criminals, and they have declared a, a basically a war against law-abiding gun owners. That's why you saw them raising money to bail out the very criminals who rioted, looted, and robbed their way all across Missouri and across the country in 2020 during our mostly peaceful protests, heavy sarcasm intended. This is not about guns or safety. It's trying to advance an ideology, and we're going to fight back and make sure this bill goes nowhere in Jeff. Aaron, it's Bo Matthews. Uh, nice to meet you on uh, Second Amendment Radio here. Uh, first time talking. I've talked to Alex several times. But, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to these laws, why is it so in your face? It's like in plain sight, only going after the legal law-abiding gun owners. What is the, what is the madness, and, and how do we get past this? Well, I think we've got going on now with this current madman in the White House, the Democratic Party across the country, here in Missouri, everywhere across America now, the, the, there's, there's no more pretense. They're not trying to pretend. They're not trying to talk about making small adjustments when it comes to our gun rights or anything else. This is a culture war. They are determined to crush the freedoms that have made the state and our country the, the bastion of freedom that it's been. So the, the, the pretense is gone, and they're now going for the jugular. And there's no way to really make them stop doing that. We have to just crush their agenda, whether it's in Congress or, in this case, in the Missouri State Senate. Yeah, and, you know, I, we, we see it across the country. It's obviously not just a problem in Missouri. I, I heard the other day, read a quote from Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, who, who wants to turn the powers of her agency toward treating gun violence as a, as a health crisis. So it's sort of a backdoor attempt to circumvent the Second Amendment. Yeah, they're trying to use every tool they have, whether real or invented, you know, to, to come after gun owners. They are trying to extinguish our right to defend ourselves. Everybody across the country knows what's going on here. These people are out-of-control tyrants, again, whether it's in Washington, D.C., or whether it's the Senate Democrats right here in Missouri. They despise the fact that 100 million Americans own 300 million firearms. They want to extinguish that any way they can, so whether it's through CDC regulations, 
congressional action, executive orders. It's an all-court press against gun owners. Why, 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 don't, why doesn't every uh, American uh, politician understand it just leads to more bloodshed? Because you, they will never disarm America, good guys and bad guys. I, I, right. I just don't understand. It's Again, it's so in your face, and it's so disturbing. Uh, you know, we've had so many guns that have been sold uh, in the last couple of years. And, and, and again, I want to stress, train with your gun. Whatever firearm, maybe if you're a first-time uh, uh, you know, owner, it's scary. It's a scary world. We all watch the headlines with fear porn. Um, and that's why people went out and spent their money or spent their stimmy checks, as, as I've been learning that new term lately. Um, and, and gun stores are like, yeah, we got another stimulus sale right here. Um, but training, training is the key, and I, I'm sure you agree with that. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is that law-abiding gun owners are the ones who go out there and they seek that training because we're the responsible ones. We don't shoot our guns sideways. We're not the criminals who are trying to rob a liquor store. We're trying to keep our families safe. So we take training seriously. But we also know that that training is not a constitutional mandate when it comes to owning firearms. So anybody who says that we have to repeal constitutional carry to mandate things like that is just that they're missing the entire argument this is a freedom issue and we're going to protect that here in missouri so no go ahead uh, no i was just gonna i was just gonna also point out uh just in my thirty thousand foot view of this this world or this country even that you know yes gun sales increase that may sound like a scary headline but it's not because mass shootings haven't increased tenfold or or commensurate to the amount of guns that are sold i mean we still have them because evil still lurks right Oh, exactly. You can take any snapshot you want in, in history in this country or across the world. It's always the same thing. When more good guys have guns, crime rates go down. And when governments disarm their population, crime and then genocide goes uh, is the inevitable conclusion. This country, any country, everyone knows that. History books make this you know, this point over and over and over. So whether it's crime and criminals or genocide and tyrants, Gun owners are the last line of defense against all of this. Yeah, Aaron Doerr, our guest from the Missouri Firearms Coalition, and here we are talking about this. And, you know, the Supreme Court, hopefully at the end of this session, is going to finally clarify the Heller decision. Look at what's going on in New York. You've got... You've got um, uh, the the most recently elected DA up in New York who's turning loose people charged with armed robbery. Um, he's he's reducing the charges to misdemeanors and turning them back out onto the streets. And in New York, it's the place you're least likely to be armed because they've got rules against that in New York. It's crazy. Yeah, we do a lot of work in New York State as well. We have a sister organization actually in New York State. And you're exactly right. New York State Democrats have been releasing thousands of violent predators on the streets in response to their bail reform laws from a couple of years ago and their COVID-19 protocols. So they unleash criminals on the population. They then try and disarm the population any chance they get. And everyone wonders why crime goes through the roof. It's the same thing in St. Louis. They're trying to make it harder to put criminals in prison by simply not prosecuting them, and then demonizing gun owners who want to exercise constitutional carry. And that's my point here. There is no more pretense. This yeah. is not a policy conversation. We're not having to look at crime stats. Everyone knows when you take away guns from good people, 
you simply make it easier for the bad guys to to harm, you know, rape, rob, and kill them. Everyone knows what's going on. Now we have to stop these bills in Jefferson City. And you can, and you know, if you want to look at a carbon copy of, of what has happened in the world, Venezuela, uh, Australia, wherever <laughs> guns are removed, uh, you, we talk about the bad guys getting you. Well, the government could fall into that category as well. Yeah, well, it, I think it's in the back of everybody's mind. I mean, that's the that's the unvarnished truth that uh, people on the who are opposed to the Second Amendment hate even more. Right? right. It wasn't put there for your hunting rights. That that's not that's not what it's about. Aaron, uh, before we exactly. run out of time here, I want to talk to you about SAPA. The, the Second Amendment Preservation Act, I know that uh, legislation's already been introduced to try to gut it, and then I understand that a uh, police chief's group uh, w- was suing to clarify some of the language. Do you have any idea where that negotiation stands? Because I think they were trying to reach a settlement on how tweaking the language uh, might might fix the concerns that some members of law enforcement had about this. Well, yeah, we discussed this a little bit last week on your show, I believe, Mark, and we've had uh, Senate Bill 1033 filed in Jeff City, which would repeal the teeth out of SAPA, because, of course, as your audience probably knows, right now, if an agency in the state violates SAPA, a gun owner can take him to civil court, not the officers, but the agency, for a civil penalty. And that way, it bypasses any other state office, AG's office, governor's office, the enforcement lies with we the people. And that's what makes SAPA in Missouri the best in the nation. What this bill would do is repeal that and make it a toothless uh, token statement with no, no, no teeth whatsoever. That bill was introduced, as your audience knows, Senate Republicans' leadership team, Caleb Rowden, came out and expressed that there would be support for that in the GOP caucus in Jeff City. Uh, our members went to war against that notion for the, all of last week and the last seven to ten days. And it's my uh, understanding that right now our, our current information is that Caleb has quickly backed off of that position, and I believe we have stopped the attack for now uh, against SAPA. But session has just begun. There's four and a half months to go, and we have to fight hard to make sure no other betrayals take place. Well, the uh, the language is certainly uh, concerning. Uh, I talked to law enforcement, uh, uh, two law enforcement chiefs, and they said they they, they don't want to be liable for that fifty thousand uh, dollar payment if if it gets to that point. And and the one law enforcement chief that I talked to said, "You talk to ten lawyers, they're all going to have ten different angles on the SAPA bill." So it it de- it definitely needs to be cleaned up and understood across the board. So there's no confusion, especially when we're in such a a dramatic fight for our second amendment rights yeah i think it's pretty clean right now and clear right now what it basically says is don't enforce federal gun control laws don't enforce federal executive actions we want missouri cops to enforce missouri laws when it comes to firearms and ammunition it's very simple and missouri law covers all the things that we want to have covered we don't you know we can we can we can prosecute you know robbers and rapists and murderers and thieves and everything else So Missouri law enforcement has the tools they need in Missouri code to prosecute criminals. We want them to do that. What we don't want is to have them be commandeered and have their time be forcibly taken from a tyrannical White House. And they take our officers and our tax dollars and say, here, now go and enforce executive uh, action based gun control. That, That fight's coming 
as oh, early yeah. as next month. And we want to prevent that. Oh, I'm sure. So so just to be clear here, I, I had a conversation as well with with uh, somebody who was familiar with these negotiations on this lawsuit that the police chiefs have brought. Their argument, Aaron, is that if if the if the language was just simply clarified to to state that any new law, any new regulation, federal regulation going forward is covered by this, they'd be fine with it. That their concern was that it could be retroactive to some law that's already in effect. But if it's it, it just concerning new federal regulations that might be issued or executive orders, they'd be fine with that. Are you are you familiar with with that at all? That concept. Well, I think I mean, I've heard people talk about this for a while now. I think that what we have right now is very clear. State authorities may not be compelled or may not are not allowed to enforce any federal gun control laws on the books. Currently, in the you know pre- previously, tomorrow, next month, next year. The whole goal here is to have state agencies, state cops, state troopers, deputies, etc., enforcing state law. So the law is very clear on that. We want Missouri cops enforcing state law, and all federal laws on gun control need to be enforced by federal agencies. It's a pretty clear line right now. All right. Well, good. Well, uh, Aaron, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Aaron Doerr with the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Yeah, keep keep us up to date on this, please. Yeah, and as always, Mark, your audience can go to MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org for more information or visit joinmofc.com to get involved today. Outstanding. Aaron Dorr, we will talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, good stuff. Yeah, it's it's still a debate that's ongoing, and we're going to keep you up to date with it right here on Second Amendment Radio. That's why the show exists, and the great outdoors, or indoors in this case, with Monster Jam. Uh, but thank you, guys, and uh, be safe in the snow for whatever amount we get. <laughs> sledding, that's outdoors. Let's get outdoors and do some sledding. Be careful out there. We will uh, see you here next week on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.